You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. We thank you so much for listening today. We hope that you've been enjoying our series about who is Jesus to you. We've been doing interviews with people, asking them that very question, and also telling you about who Jesus was and how he ministered and how he was real with people when he ministered on earth. And it helps us to know Jesus is real to us today. So thank you for listening. And we want to thank our sponsors. Thank you so much. Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center for sponsoring us. We appreciate you. And those individuals, you know who you are, who sponsor us each month. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you. So today I'm going to interview another person and ask her this question. Who is Jesus to you? In fact, before I introduce you, I just want to tell you a little bit about Amy. Amy T. Meyer. I met her back this summer, and she's a very special person in my life because I see her heart. When I met her this summer, I was actually talking to her about a ministry Mm -hmm. that she and and a lot of women in her community do called Heart to Heart Ministry. And a group of women here in Mount Vernon wanted to do something very similar. So she came and and a couple other women, and they talked to us about how they did their ministry. In fact, we even used the name Heart to Heart Ministry. And they said, y'all can use the name. But when I met her, she just glows with just Jesus. And just I can just tell that she has a real personal relationship with him. It's very evident when you meet her. So when I was trying to decide who can I interview for this, of course, I thought of Amy. And the minute I called her, she did not even hesitate. She said, yes, I will do it. So I just thank you. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. How are you doing today? Very good. I'm very excited and um, uh, just happy to be here with you and with you all on the radio today. This is my um, one of my first time so this yes. is exciting <laughs> yes and and when I asked her you know to do this she's like okay now I listen to country music so, I do yeah. I love country music so I'm so excited to be here with y'all yes we're excited you're here but before we get started I want to invite our listeners to sit back and relax grab your favorite cup of coffee grab hold of your Bibles but most importantly grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you Let me lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we just love you so much. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who is real. We know we can have a real relationship with Him. And we thank you, Lord, for sending your Son, Jesus, to us, for giving Him to the world so that we can be saved, so that we can know the love that you have for us. And so, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to talk to Amy. And I just pray for her and her ministry and what she's doing for so many women in Sulphur Springs and beyond to help them as they grow and experience you. So, Lord, be with us all today. And we just praise you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Well, Amy, it's so good to have you here, and you're smiling again. I like that smile when I first met you. You just have an endearing smile and laugh. It's just so cute, and I thank you that you're here. And so I guess what we'll start off with is the question, 
And then we'll go from there. So who is Jesus to you? All right. So when Jill asked me who Jesus is to me, I obviously went to the Bible and just immediately started thinking, not went to it physically, but just remembered different stories throughout the Bible. And I remember Jesus asking his own disciples, saying, who do you say that I am? You know, and that kind of gets me teary-eyed. So if I choke up, just hang with me. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, it, so, is, it is, though, just because that's a real question. He asked uh, them. And so here we are talking about who Jesus is to you and yes. who do people say that he is yes, to you. Yes, you know, and um, they did tell him that he was the anointed one, you know, and, and I was like, Lord, do I tell them that? Um, because that's truly who you are, but who you are to me, I believe, um, is just so much more personal. And so um, I wanted who Jesus is to me was to let you all know that he's so personal and he's very intentional and that's who Jesus is to me um first of all obviously he is my savior um and that's how it all begins you know to begin a personal relationship with him um that happened for me when I was a junior in high school and so um that was just it became immediately personal with Jesus and he was just so good I did come from a broken home Um, with my mom being a single mom and my dad not around. And so what Jesus almost immediately became to me besides my Savior was a father. Mm. I needed a father um, because mine was not around. And um, when my parents were together, he was a good father, um, but he did have some issues. You know, he was an alcoholic, and he chose that over us. And um, so I just missed him, and I didn't have that. And as a middle schooler, you need a good father to be around to show you how a girl should be treated. So <clears throat> the Lord truly became a father to me. Um, a, a mentor of mine um, shared with me at a Psalm 27, I believe it's Psalm 27, 10. It says that when your father or mother forsake you, the Lord will not, and he'll be your father. And then in Isaiah, it says that he will be the father to the fatherless and the defender of widows. And so he's just so good. Amy, I love that because I think People can relate to to your story. There are a lot of people that come from broken homes, and they may not know their father or have a father, or they've lost their father. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're saying here is Jesus Christ steps in, and the Lord God, to be that father figure for you. But explain what you mean by that. Okay. um, I mean, give examples. What do you mean, like, when you say that? I mean, would you talk to my father, yeah. The Lord Jesus? Yes. Um, so, again, he is so personal and he's so fun. Um, he gets your personality because he created it, you know. So he, That's um, true. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves laughing with me, and we laugh at myself because sometimes I um, can do a lot of things um, absent-mindedness, you know, and... <laughs> Yeah, and it's just funny. Yeah, just laugh at yourself. It's just don't take life serious. Just laugh at yourself. And so he just really, um, he taught me one of the first things. I was very insecure. So one of the first things he taught me was to speak the word to myself in the mirror. Oh, and I that, love that. And that came out of one, Psalm 139. And he, I did not think I was lovely. You know, I didn't like the way I looked. And he, um, just like a father would tell their daughter that you were lovely, that you're beautiful. You know, he had me repeat his word after him. Um, and he said that you are fearfully and you're wonderfully made and your spirit will know that full, full well. Um, and so, um, so just as a father tells their daughter how lovely they are and they need to say that 
to them. And fathers, it's so important, your words, um, what you speak to your daughter. We need your kind words and your assurance. They say a daughter really needs that relationship with a father. Mm -hmm. And so what you're saying is you have the relationship, not with your earthly father necessarily, Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry about that, but with your heavenly father. Yes. And everyone can have a relationship. Yes. With him. him. And how do we do that? Yes. Um, gosh, just call upon his name. You know, the Lord, the Bible says that those who call upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. You know, and so I just knelt by my bed one day. I just came up to my room, up the stairs, and knelt by my bed, and I prayed Romans 10, 9 through 13. Um, and, and it just says, if you confess out loud that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Because it is with your heart that you believe, and you're justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess, and you're saved. And so, um, that day, it was just, again, personal to me, and he became Savior, but then he also became Father. And then he became friend years later, and that is so special to me. He's so intentional. Um, but I want to back up to the Father part. Um, he is just so good. He knows who to bring into your life. Um, he brought my best friend in middle school into my life along with her father and mother, and they just had a beautiful relationship as a mother, father, and daughter. And her fa- all of them were so, so good to me. Her father was just um, a godly man who led his family well. And each sum- summer, he would intentionally um, air up our, what are those called? Um Air mattresses? No, the inner tubes to go tubing down oh, the yeah, river. Air tubes, the tubes. <laughs> yes. yes. And he would each summer mm-hmm. just drop us off at one end of the river and go all the way down to the other end of the river, and that took several hours. And he would be there so happily waiting for us. He wasn't annoyed, mm-hmm. you know. He was just excited to do that for us. Um, and that is neat. And so what you're saying is there were other people that came beside you yes. that witnessed and shared their love of Jesus yes. Christ and were there and intentional in your life because you had that personal relationship with the Father. I believe that you were able to accept other people coming into your life because yes. you weren't angry anymore. Mm-hmm. You weren't like, well, why did this happen to me? Why do I not have a father? No. You filled that emptiness, yes. that void with God, I with did. Jesus. Yes. And he became personal in your life. Mm-hmm. And then when your friend invited you to do things, you saw, okay, this is what a family looks like. Yes. And and that's okay. I don't have that, but I can accept that love. Yes. And so if you're out there, listener, and you feel like you don't have anyone that that accepts you and loves you, you do. Yes. Listen to what Amy is saying. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you. He is there for you. You can have a personal relationship with Him. All you have to do is call on His name. Call on His yeah. name. Confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that He rose from the dead and yes. that He is your Savior and you will be saved. Yes. And when you're saved, th- there's nothing better. I mean, you can't even explain that feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like you. I was a teenager mm-hmm. when I came to the Lord Jesus Christ. And similarly, I did have a father in my life, but I came from a broken family. Yes. I, my parents were divorced. They both loved me, and I spent time with both of them. But when the family unit is broken... 
It's mm-hmm. different, and I agree with you. You feel the insecurity. Yes. And I was very insecure mm-hmm. and made some decisions because of that insecurity. Yes. It wasn't until, like you said, that I found the Lord Jesus Christ as a teenager that I realized the Lord loves me, and I don't have to be insecure. I am worthy, and mm-hmm. I'm all those things that he says in Scripture. Yes. Lovely, beautiful, worthy. Yes. So Yes, and he's a provider, you know, just like a father is for his mm-hmm. children. He is a provider. And there, since I was born again, and gosh, I would, well, even before then, <laughs> but uh, he was always providing. But when you... Um, intentionally watch where he provides you see it even more and um so from the age of 16 17 till now he's always provided every need that i've ever had um i've never gone without um did i have everything no you know but i had him and that's what made everything um he just provided financially he provided friendships relationships um he provided the best husband i could ever ask for you know and mm-hmm. he and through my husband, he's taught me how much more God loves me. The Bible says that husbands love your wives as Christ loves a church. And I'm a little difficult sometimes, people. Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> <And> we all? <laughs> <laughs> and so he is just so patient and kind and wise. And, and I walk away from each moment thinking, wow, God loves me because of how he loves me. You know, <laughs> He does love you so much. And what you said, he provides all that you need. Okay, mm-hmm. he doesn't provide all that you want necessarily mm-hmm. there's a difference but he provides what he knows that you need yeah. and if you don't ask you don't have right yeah. so we want to tell you if you're listening ask ask the Lord Jesus Christ and how do you ask well you pray mm-hmm. so let's talk about your prayer life when I yes. first met you you talked a lot about prayer and how important prayer was I too love to pray and believe in the power of prayer mm-hmm. tell us about your experience with prayer. Yeah. Well, y'all can't see it, but my eyes are watering. Oh. <laughs> and I'm trying not to cry. Um, but prayer has been so important to me. Um, even before I was born again, I would call out to God, mm-hmm. who I knew was out there, but I didn't know he responded. I knew he was listening, but I just didn't know that he. it was a two-way conversation. I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does, because <laughs> it is a two-way conversation. And if you don't realize that, listen, it is. Yes. He hears you, but he responds. Now, how does he respond? Yeah. Oh, gosh, in neat ways, fun ways, through people, through his word, um, gosh, through circumstances. I don't, um, yeah, so we, so I just been calling out to him since before I was born again, um, just for my family, you know, I mentioned my family was, had fallen apart. Um, my dad was an alcoholic. I would pray for my dad that he would do a miracle in my dad's life. Um, so since I was young and that he would take away the desire to, um, abuse alcohol. And, um, and so I just always prayed. Well, then when I was born again, um, I just would run to the father because I needed that protection. I needed that safety. I needed that love. And so, um, I always felt fulfilled when I would spend time with him. Um, my mom was a wonderful mom, but was busy taking care of me and my two brothers. And, um, and so you just need what others people can't give only God can. And so, he would fulfill all that I needed when other people couldn't. Um, I do want to share this, that um, around 16 years ago, my dad was delivered miraculously from alcoholism. And so before he passed away this summer, he um, 
was an, he was alcohol free, so that oh, had him. Oh wow! No more. So God answered your he prayer. He did. I actually from a little girl mm-hmm. just praying, and you you got to see him did. be delivered. Yes, I actually even got to lead him to the Lord in 1997. Oh, I was in college, and I got to pray with him over the phone. And so from that moment forward, our relationship um, progressed for right. better. Um, and then I got to see him um, become born again and live it out and to be free. See, and and that's why, you know, we haven't talked about that, but having that relationship with Jesus frees you. I mean, there's a peace, a freedom like you have never felt before. And it's not a peace from problems. It doesn't mean you won't have problems, but it's the presence of Christ that dwells within you. Yes. And that's what you saw your dad go through. And, and I'm sorry that he passed away, but the blessing yes. is that you were able to see that. And, yes. and and I believe, Amy, God answered that prayer because he saw you praying faithfully. And he knew, he never gives up on his yeah. children, and he knew that your dad would, but he wanted you to see that. Yeah, and he heard me before he. I knew him. You know, right. he always knows you, and he's always pursuing you since the moment you're born. Um, but he, he just um, heard me, and he answered. So again, like you said earlier, Jill, you don't have because you don't ask. You know, so ask of him. You know, and according to his will, obviously, right. and that is his will that we be free and that we um, know him and that we. Um, just live in peace. And Amy, I like the fact that you knew that there was a problem with your relationship with your dad mm-hmm. and you didn't stop praying for him because a lot yeah. of times we just, okay, I'm separating myself from that person, yeah. even people in our own family. And we put a wall up and we become angry and offended and we just quit talking to them. We don't yeah. pray for them. They're like gone from our life. But what I liked about what you just said or what I love about it is that you pursued that relationship through prayer. You knew you didn't have that physical relationship. You couldn't see him face to face, Mm -hmm. but you didn't stop praying. And we have to do that, folks. There's so many hurt people. And we're not saying that people haven't said things to you to hurt you. I mean, we've both been hurt desperately. Like people close to us. But Jesus teaches us to forgive Mm -hmm. like he has forgiven us and to pray, to pray for those who've hurt us. Yes. And look what happened with that. That is a beautiful part of your story. Yeah. And you need to think about, gosh, I love the Bible where it says um, that those who have been forgiven much love much. Yes. And when we realize how much we've been forgiven, it is easier to turn around and forgive them, too, because we're all the same. We've all sinned, you know, and we all need that same forgiveness no matter what we've done and right. and so yeah was I perfect with my father no I even had my big brother say Amy and you call yourself a Christian and I said yes a Christian with some issues <laughs> yes and so we're imperfect people yeah I mean we are we're not going to be perfect yeah but Jesus is that's right and he will forgive us we just have to ask yes. and I'm sure you had to ask for forgiveness I did. for certain things I've had to ask. Mm-hmm. It's okay admitting yes. where you've done wrong and asking for forgiveness. Yes, and and I did say to him I was a Christian with issues, but with a father who is a heavenly father who knew those issues and who was so patient with me to walk them out with him. Um, I knew I had some things to work out in my heart towards my dad, um, but it was 
so good of God, my Father, um, to help me walk those out and to help me forgive him and release him and to keep praying for him. And gosh, I'm, I love him. And I'm so, I have no regrets when he passed away. Um, I'm just excited whenever we all get to go back to heaven, right? Right. And (laughs) and have that hope that we will see our loved ones again. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So you answered the question, Jesus is personal to you. Mm -hmm. You also said Jesus is intentional. So now let's talk about that part. Okay. What you mean about the intentionality of Jesus. And when we think about his earthly ministry and all that he did, I mean, I think of the woman at the well, how he knew she would be there. So Mm -hmm. he intentionally went Went there, you know, the long way to get to her, to go through Samaria. He knew she would be there to meet her and to tell her, I am the Lord Mm -hmm. and you are forgiven and go tell, you know, I'm the Christ and, and all that he did for her. So tell us in your life, how he's been intentional or some examples. Okay. Um, gosh, there are so many, but I did um, think about it before I came on. So we'll just share it one. <laughs> um, so, uh, when I moved here back in, I'm from Wyoming. So a shout out oh, to Wyoming right. and country music. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love country. Um, but, uh, when I moved to Texas, um, 21 years ago, um, I was new to the city that we live in and, um, and I was a new, newlywed and um, just new to the area. So I was around 24, I believe. And I just was used to having friends in my life, and I did not have any friends. Um, it was very lonely. Our church was very small at the time. We moved here to help my brother-in-law um, with his church that he had just started. And what church is that? It's called the Way Bible Church in Sulphur Springs, Texas. Um, oh, okay. yes. yes. And so we've been here helping him for 21, going on 21 years. Um, but but when we moved here, um, I didn't have anyone, and the small town is hard to um, find those people. And so I would ask God, again through prayer, God, would you bring me a friend? And the Lord would always say, I want to be your friend. Oh, really? <laughs> and, I I was, and I would say, yeah, Lord, but I really want someone to go shopping with and someone to like actually talk, you know, like have like, well, we do have conversations with the Lord, but I just wanted to talk about girl stuff, you know? Right, right. We all need that. And it is so important. (laughs) Yes. And so, um, it was a prayer that I asked him for quite a while Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Lord, will you send a friend? And every time I would ask that, he would say, I want to be your friend. And I'm like, Oh God, but like, aren't we already friends? And I was kind of like weirded out by him saying that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but anyway, so he would just always say, I want to be your friend. So one day I took him up on that and I was like, okay, I don't have any friends. I'm really lonely. I do have an awesome husband, but he needs me to have friends too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your husband's nature women to have friends. friends. Yeah. We know that. Yes. Women need and women. so, and I'm so glad that the Lord hadn't answered it quite yet because he knew that probably I would overwhelm that girl, you know, um, and he needed, and I was probably going to get, try to get, um, things from her that only he could give, you know, maybe expectations from her that only he could fulfill. And, um, at that point in my life. And so I took him up on that and I wanted to know what it was like to be his friend. And so, um, that just meant more conversations with him, more personal, intimate relationships with him, telling him exactly everything, like being honest with him in my mind and in my heart. And 
it just became a fun relationship. He he's fun. He laughs at us. Like I said earlier, yes. you know, he made you so he thinks you're funny too. You know, yeah, <laughs> you think exactly. you're funny, he thinks you're funny. <laughs> so you talk as you're praying, and do you journal? Do you write <clears throat> your thoughts? I used or your to. Prayers? I used to a lot, mm-hmm. probably for years, and I have lots of journals. Right, that's um, another way to, mm-hmm. to share is to, yeah. is writing. You yeah. know, a lot of us have diaries, or we did growing up, yes. and I've realized lately that when I was writing my diary, I was really writing to Jesus. I didn't know it at the time, but just having someone to talk to, you know, we think we're writing to a diary, Mm -hmm. but really it's where, you know, wanting that friend that you're talking about that will always be there, that doesn't judge you, that doesn't say, you know, tell you you're doing things wrong. Although when he will, when it is, but I mean, he doesn't make you feel bad, I guess is the thing. He's like, it's okay. You can do better. You know, let's let's try again and, yes. and do better and, and stay away from whatever that is that's not right. Yes. And go this way, <laughs> my way, because I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. That's right. And so you knew that, and I love that you you, you really needed the friend, but yet you realized that, Jesus was your true friend and that he would provide again all you needed mm-hmm. those other female friends in yes. due time. I think he wanted you to grow that relationship with him yeah. more so when you moved here. That's what happened to me exactly. Mm-hmm. We moved to this community and I didn't know I didn't have any friends. I didn't know but I grew my relationship with him first. Yes. And then he brought a lot of friends through Bible study mm-hmm. really is where I first started meeting people yeah. and at the church. Yes, same with me. And, and look at you work. now. You have a ton of friends I and you do. lead women's ministry I and do. you can relate to these women mm-hmm. who want other friends. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the ministry that you do at the Way Bible Church. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, well, it is called Heart to Heart um, at the Way Bible Church, and that just came from just wanting to know the heart of God um, and then be with other women who felt that way as well and then wanted to hear each other's heart on what God was doing in their lives and in their hearts, what He was stirring in them. Um, we all have a story, and we all have things that He's doing, and we all need encouragement and prayer and a cheering squad, you know, to help us through those um, life situations. Like I was a newlywed, and then I had our, my, our babies here. You know, my family was far off, and we did have my husband's family, but they were busy and small too, you know, and we all were doing things. So um, Heart to Heart was just birthed out of uh, very many needs, like friendships and a place to be wanted and accepted and encouraged and loved, and so um, and a place to find women who could encourage to teach you, encourage you, and then you do the same back. And right. um, so um, we meet. Um, we've been doing this for eight years. Eight years. Eight That's years. awesome. Yeah, I um, did it in the summer. Um, before I was full-time at our church. So the past two years, I've been full-time at our church. And um, so I've been able to do it year-round. So we meet twice a month. Um, The first Thursday, we do hangouts where we just hang out with one another, do things like bunko, our kayaking, our creative writing, um, different things like that. Uh, To kind of get to know one another. Yeah, to just be together. Just to socialize Mm -hmm. and have fun and fellowship. Yes, and through that... 
women minister to each other. They yes. find out mm-hmm. they have things in common, or they've been there, bought that, done that, bought the t- t-shirt, and are telling you don't buy the t-shirt or mm-hmm. go buy the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and I bet y'all pray a lot together. We do, you do. One time, I'll have to share this, we had a swim hangout, and our women never got in the water because they were busy talking and sharing needs, and they were praying with each other. So so it's just opportunities to be with one another, where our kids aren't pulling at us, where we don't have Mm. other things pulling at us, but that we can actually be heard. And yes. then hear others. <laughs> and grow the relationship with Jesus. Yes. I know that's part of it, yes. too. And so you said you meet on the first Thursday and then you the meet third the, the Thursday. third Thursday of every month. Yes, Great. and we do what's called the gathering. And so we meet at our church. And, um, what time? 6.30 um, to 8.15. So we do food, fellowship, a worship, a message, a 30-minute message. And then we break into small groups. And discuss that message together. You get to pick your own group that you go to. Um, and so our, um, we like to say all women 14 to 114 are welcome. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. So I guess you just had your heart-to-heart meeting. Will you have one in June? Do you meet in the summer? We actually will be ha- Yes. Okay. So- um, we will actually meet... Um, and we'll just continue. We'll continue our hangs throughout the summer, okay. and then we give our leaders a break because I do have eighteen leaders, and they are just so okay. good to be faithful all year round. So we take a break in the summer for the gatherings, and we begin in September. So it'll be Great. September fifteenth. Right? Is that the third? Yes, yes that's September right. September fifteenth. Yes, wow, that's, that's going 30. to be wonderful. Well, Amy, before we close, um, I just want to thank you for telling us your story and how Jesus is personal and intentional in mm-hmm. your life and a best friend. Yes. He and is. he still is. I can tell that, you know, as you and I have met and talked, mm-hmm. I can see that, that Jesus is still your best friend. And yes. He never leaves you Mm-mm. no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say before you? Uh, gosh. Um, No, I just encourage all of you, um, if you don't know him, you can't know him just by calling on his name. If you are just wanting to know who Jesus is, reach out to Jill or myself at our different places. And then know that you are loved and he is in constant pursuit of you. And it's your choice, you know, to choose him back. But he chooses you already. And so, and he is so intentional. He will be whatever it is that you need. Um, He fulfills every need. I only share that he was my savior, my father, and my best friend. But there is a lot more that he is to me. Um, But maybe... That'll be on another episode. Yes, yes. So thank you for sharing that, Amy. I agree with you. Jesus is everything, and He wants to be in our lives. And you're right. If you want a relationship with Him, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Call upon His name. Believe in your heart that He is your Lord and Savior, and He gave His life for you so that you can be set free. And He wants you. He wants you. He loves you. So let him be your best friend. Amy, would you close us in prayer? And we thank you again for for being here today. Yes. 
Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you are God and you're good and you are so faithful and you want to be our Savior and our Lord. God, but you also will be anyone's father who needs one, Lord God, anyone's mother who needs one. God, and Lord, you truly want to be our best friend, Father God, and you are the best friend of all. So I just pray that those who are listening, Lord God, that they would take a minute and close their eyes and just reach out and call out upon your name, Father God. Um, you're fun and you're good and help them um, to know how loved they are. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be with Jill and with all of our listeners, Lord God, today. Lord, we ask that you would bless them and keep them and may your face shine upon them and give them peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. You can hear us every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, please go to realliferealpeopleradio.podbean.com. And just remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyright 2022, all rights reserved.